everybody. I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. And I know everything. I don't know a darn thing. And this, this is, is the Watching You Watch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like we said, this is uh, the Watching You Watch podcast. We're doing uh, Game of Thrones this time. We're mm-hmm. recapping Game of Thrones with the key twist that I've seen Game of Thrones before and therefore know everything about it. <laughs> and I have sort of seen a few things on the internet, but have no real idea what's going on with the ice zombies or dragons or Or, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so if you've been tuning in for a while, you've been uh, keeping up with Zach and his uh, crazy mm. antics uh, through season <laughs> one of Game of Thrones. And it's been fun. It's been a fun trip so far. Yeah, there's been names. There's been deaths. I've got more attached to them than I'm more willing to admit. Yeah. I know I shouldn't. You tell me I shouldn't, no, but I, I know. <laughs> but, you know, here we are. We are over halfway done with season one of oh, Game goodness. of Thrones. Uh, we just watched episode six of Game of Thrones, entitled A Golden Crown, <laughs> for a really good reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more on that later. Uh, but, yeah, we have we have officially breached into the second half of the first season. So, Zach, how do you feel about that? I am glad. Things are moving, and it's getting exciting. Like, every scene in this was exciting. This was... Okay, I went into this episode with Cameron telling me I almost should, like, be doing a reaction take. I was like, oh, my God, who's going to die? Yeah, I was half tempted to, like, sit there, like, with my audio recorder during the uh, episode and record Zach's reactions as they were happening. I, I might do that later. <laughs> that might be a thing we do later. We're going to toy around with the concept. Uh, but for this time, I didn't. But I was talking it up a lot to Zach. I'm like, oh, you just wait for this a- episode, Zach. You just wait. You just wait. And it wasn't a bad you just I, wait. No, I was so excited. Everything was great. And every time there was, like, a new scene, it was like, well, actually, to start the episode, I thought that Ned was, like, behind some kind of, like, a death veil. I was like, no! Wait! Oh, he moved. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Because the last thing you did see at the end of episode five was uh, Ned getting stabbed in the leg with a spear. Uh, yeah, and people so can die that way, okay? People can. I mean, you see people get shot in the arm and, like, slashed in the, like, whatever, and they're like, oh, they're fine, it's just a flesh wound. Well, you can bleed out. Yeah. Or, you know, and maybe die from an infection later, since you know, there is no real sanitation in Westeros. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was so worried. Yes. Um, well, without further ado, let's just jump right into it. I've already basically said last episode that there's just too much information, too much things happening mm-hmm. for Zach to sit here and just recap it all. <laughs> it would take an entire episode just to do a recap. Yeah. And I think it's just more fun getting Zach's reactions to other things. So, Zach, just give us a few of the highlights okay, so that we're happened give in this some episode. Highlights real. We had um, Ned lived. I like that a lot. Yes, Ned did live. Um, and the, he made in the hand, and then there was domestic violence. And... Yeah. Oh, you mean when Robert hit Cersei? Yeah. A little bit of domestic violence. A little bit, but I mean... and But they also had the big bromo. It's like, you know, you're the brother I chose. Like, oh my god! I know. It's so... I feel so conflicted about that scene Uh. because, like, I love and I hate Cersei and, like, he hit her and I'm like, yes, she deserves it, but wait, you shouldn't hit women. Yeah. And I was just like, but she deserves it because she... Literally, she's, like, hovering over Ned's bed waiting for him to wake up so she could go neener, neener at him. Yeah, and to, like, make sure that he's like knows that he's gonna be dead it was yes. not nice it's not cool at least wait a few hours right <laughs> <laughs> so continue um and let's see oh and then on the subject of robert robert 
and Rinley went on their super special awesome hunting trip, which they brought Wineboy along, which I'm really starting to get enamored with Wineboy and the fact that he's learning that if Robert doesn't get his wine, things aren't going to be fine. <laughs> that, we need to, like, hashtag that, you know? <laughs> like, that little rhyme there. If Robert doesn't get his wine, things won't be fine. Yeah, but, and then they had, like, I think it was very poignant that, like, his brother called him out on his, like, warmongering. I thought that was very And important. his, like, sexist behavior, yeah, too. Yeah, like, and, the like, whole, doing like, the, the I was like, I, I was groaning at that point. Too. Yeah. Like, come on, Robert. Like, even, like, you know, like, the knight who's traveling with them is yeah. sort of playing along well, at that Lannister point. The man. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, yeah, and it's just, like, sort of an, an appeasement thing. Okay, yes. also, we go to um, Breastfeeding Castle. Breastfeeding Castle? I don't know what it's oh called. Oh, my gosh, that's with their, awesome. With their sky jails and yeah. the guy with the... <laughs> I, I honestly thought that it wasn't actually a bat, because when it hit him, it, like, moved. I thought it was, like, full of, like, air, and he was just, like, afraid. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. But, yeah, Tyrion pulled a lot of Tyrion things, and he got someone to fight for him without honor and that was really cool i enjoyed yeah. that fight he, he won a trial by combat by like <laughs> bribery and like <laughs> yeah manipulating that court which Everyone. is awesome <laughs> and yeah well that court and it was i also loved like i was like oh man they're gonna have audience participation in this and they did they did he, like started running through people which on an unrelated note there is actually um going to be a league of i saw this in kotaku uh, medieval people fighting WWE style, but in medieval. Oh my gosh! I'm really? So, yeah, dude, it's a thing. You need to look at it in yeah, Russia gonna, because Russia. I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, now. but everyone out there, watch of course, it. it's in Russia too. Oh my god, it I'm so excited! Else. I like now. I'll actually get into like a WWE, and they're thinking of actually making a medieval circuit. Sorry, total sidebar. Yeah, but that, totally was, that was a really weird sidebar. Anyway, <laughs> it's my life. Um, and. Okay, on top of that, we also had, there was escalating conflict over in Pectoros, and uh, Malfoy was just being all like, I'm not getting what I want, and she eats horse hearts, and everyone loves her, and eh. Yeah, he's kind of realizing that he's lost his grip. Yeah, like, this is the point where he finally freaking gets it, although it was very interesting to see him call out Jorah on liking his sister, which I... I feel like he's reading into that more than he should be. Well, I don't know. Did you get that vibe before watching the show that Jorah's, Jorah's concern for her might be more than just, like, knightly honor? That he might actually have feelings for her? No. Never got that vibe? <laughs> okay. No. I thought he was just being a, a decent human being. I don't know. Maybe, like, everyone else in the world thinks, like, when someone's nice, they're, like, looking for some something something. Mm-hmm. But I just thought he was doing it because he was a decent person and he knew the role that she was going to have to fulfill and it was sort of an honorable thing. But that's my take. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, naive and still wearing my rose-colored glasses. Maybe you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see the look in his face, but it was very I, smug. I was looking away, so I'm trying to... I'm trying not to betray as much as I can about what's going on here, even with, like, my words and actions. I know. I try not to look at him, too. So I should probably just put, like, a blinder up between me and him. It's gonna be like a Catholic confession. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, that's perfect. Someone, super fan, buys a Catholic Catholic confession. Yes, we're gonna have a confession, a confession stall, and I'll be like... Tell me, Zach, of your feelings about this episode of George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones. I hate Joffrey, which I continue to do that in this episode. It became the worst episode when he showed up. And he had that obviously, like, scripted thing from his mother to tell Sansa. And she's, like, totally buying it. And, like, the wet nurse maid over there just, like... I have hair and you're an idiot. <laughs> but what if he actually meant what he was saying? Oh, pff, pff, no. What if he no. actually likes her? No, he he just he just wants to please ma'am. I mean, <laughs> because okay. Because mom is domineering. Yes. 
I no, there's there was no real feeling in that. I can tell it the entire time, and I hate. Well, it's real for her at least, though. Well, yeah, poor poor Sansa. Poor yeah, Sansa. That's all I have to say about that. Also, we had another great aside from um, Tony Stark's Swordmaster, <laughs> and he had like one of the most metal comments. Oh my god, about like death. I'm gonna like I'm gonna write that down and memorize it. But it was great. Oh, don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit here in a second. Oh, sweet. So metal. Um, and let's see. Other highlights would definitely be that Malfoy, um, yeah, he, he got his crown. Oh, he got it. Oh, yeah. Venereal disease. See, he's Malfoy. Finally bit it. Oh, yeah. With gold to the face. And I love, it was the most satisfying thunk in all of television. It is a very satisfying thunk. Yes, it was. Yeah, and also Khaleesi is getting all dragony. She, like, holds hot things and it doesn't hurt, and she's like, yeah. Ah. And she's like, man, I'm gonna cook me some dragon egg. <laughs> well, and if you remember, the, the the line that closes this episode is, like, she's so, all like... Oh, if he was a true dragon, the fire wouldn't have burnt him, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and so... Suck on that. Yeah. Freaking Malfoy. <laughs> so that was episode six, the highlights, a golden crown. Eh, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, there was also, like, um, Bran actually got oh, to, like, yeah, ride in his horse. Yeah, I was, I was this. happy for that. The horse was kind saddle. of weird. Yeah. And then, you know, Greyjoy's all like, but I'm helping you. And then, like, his lady friend is all like, I'm going because there's going to be orders. Like, I'm going to miss you. And he's like, are you? He's like, here's a coin. Show me your bits. And she did. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, the... Eh, there are other things happening in that episode, obviously, but those are the highlights. Yes, the, those were the highlights. Lots of lots of fun things all around. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because most times, Zach, I feel like you get up after we finish this and there's like a feeling of dread, you know, before and, and after. <laughs> and yet this is the first episode that we got up and we're like, you know what? That was pretty awesome. That like, was pretty great. A lot they of awesome keep things happened. Okay, never mind. I also do have to mention that Ned Stark, like, totally, like, took charge and, like, the... They, Mr. Mountain, after taking, not taking the fall, is, well, well, taking the fall without needing to for the Lannistrinos, is like, <laughs> um... Oh, dear. He goes and he just, like, kills a bunch of innocent people and then puts, like, fish around, which is evidently, um, Catelyn's house's symbol, and he's like, you know what? I'm sitting on the throne. Screw all y'all. Yeah. You're gonna come here, and you're gonna get tried, and you're gonna die, Mountain, and I am, I'm putting on the pants, and my are like, no, don't. He's like, shut up. The best part of that is, like, Littlefinger sitting right next to him being like, like, isn't the fish your wife's sigil? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, that could not have been more <laughs> obvious. I mean, like, if everyone in the room got it at that point. Didn't your wife do something to piss off the Lannisters? I don't know. Maybe she did. <laughs> um, I think that she went and took... Tyrion, yes, good job, Maestro. Here's a cookie. <laughs> so, yes. That was a good scene. That was a good scene. Um, well, yeah, let, let's dive right into it, and let's just talk Ooh. about some of the awesome things that happened in this. Um, so, I want to take an aside for a minute and just get your opinion real quick of a topic that maybe is not, we haven't talked about so much. Maybe, Maybe we've hinted at it a little bit, but I think... More than anything, we've just sort of, like, got little bits and pieces of this idea that magic might exist in this world. Uh, so, before this episode, how, what were your feelings about magic possibly being a thing in Westeros? Uh, magic pretty much only happened in the bedroom. 
<laughs> in Westeros. <laughs> That's maybe it. Uh-huh. I mean, they have, like, some very mystic traditions and stuff, but mm-hmm. up until this point, we see our first, like, truly, actually on-screen fantastical thing. Right, which is Daenerys... Uh, reaching into the um, the fire with the eggs and not yeah. getting burned. Yeah, she's like, she was all like, not, I don't know, I feel like she was dragon possessed. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, the other, and then the other thing is, um, we've had it before, uh, but we've had, we had Bran's um, dreams of yeah. the Three-Eyed Raven, but now we get the same dream again, and it's but like, it's a, just a tiny bit is, more. It, it's like, is there something maybe magic going on there? You, you don't really know at well, this yeah. point. See, I mean, so... Well, that's the thing, and it had to be a dream because he was walking. So yes. how magical is a dream, or is it just an abstract concept to show that he's remembering the thing that he forgot? Right. And yet there's this three-eyed raven, and why is there a three-eyed raven? <laughs> I don't know. Bran's a dark kid. Oh, boy. What's, <laughs> what, what do you think the three-eyed raven means right now? Um, I'm just curious. One eye stands for Lady, the other eye stands for Bran, and then the third eye stands for the two of them together. So he's soon going to realize that he's also oh part dog, and then... He's he's part Lady. And he's part Lady, and... Lady, lady to specify, by the way, for those of you who did who missed that episode, Lady is Sansa's wolf that got murdered and then See, reincarnated into Bran. Yeah, you are, in you are like going directly into my headcanon. <laughs> um... And and therefore we have, you know, Lady Bran Flakes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the Flakes represent. I guess Flakes is like what they'll call themselves when they realize they're one. Oh, boy. I don't know. But it's going to happen. Just wait for it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting theory, Zach. I'm sure that will have a lot of credence as we go forward. Obviously. George R.R. and I are like the same wavelength. <laughs> um, while we're talking about Bran, let's talk about that scene um, with Bran on his horse uh, getting accosted by those people. Oh, my goodness. There. I totally accuse them of being like... Um, drugged out Frodo Bagginses. <laughs> the one in particular, the woman. Yeah, the lady. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are probably what a beautiful did... individual on the inside. <laughs> what did you make of them? I'm just curious. Um, I'd, well, can we go back to the part where they're just, like, terrible, like, watching the kid who's running around on a horse Come Oh, boy. On. The negligence there? Yeah, oh, my goodness. Well, the, to be fair... Negligence is rampant. To be fair... how stark. Theon was being a little bit of a jerk face to Rob, and they were kind of arguing oh. in that scene. But... Whatever. Anyway, continue. Um, but, yeah, also sort of weird that there's just, like, brigands chilling, and also the fact... I don't know. Oh, Bran. Poor Bran. He just didn't get it. And the fact that even brigands could catch on to the fact that it would be smarter to take him south to use as probably a counter-hostage to Tyrion shows you how much word is spreading. And I mean, bring this back to Rose, who is even said, I mean, obviously she hears from a lot of people due to her line of work, but Mm -hmm. it is now spread around and there is like widespread public belief that there could be like actual war between House Stark and House Lannister. Right. There there is. I'm glad that you mentioned Rose because I was gonna bring her up if you didn't because there's that really interesting interaction where she's like, uh, war is gonna break out here, all the men are going to war, yeah, and I'm not gonna have a job anymore. So I'm going exactly. south. Exactly. And not only that, but King's Landing is either going to be the safest place for the longest time or like a really bad place to be yes. towards the end. And she's so. also I mean she's incredibly smart for a prostitute. Uh no, and that that's that 
that was even evident sort of before. She, she's oh, yeah. not dumb. Yes. Which is cool. Yeah, I love how she sort of just, like, plays with Theon. She's like, what was I going to be, Lady Greyjoy? Like, she knows how that works exactly. already. Like, it's yeah. not going to work. And he knows how it works, too, but he's just like, oh, my favorite one. Yes. And I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> but, okay, let's go back to the wildlings. We kind of got an tangent there. Oh, my goodness, they're yeah, wildlings? Yeah, okay. I was going to spoil this for you uh, Good, right thanks. now. That Because, I mean, they say it in the episode, but it's kind of hard to follow what exactly they're talking about. But this is our first glimpse of uh, wildlings. So in... they made it past the wall. Yeah, they, they made it past the wall. Oh, man, total government thing. There's no wildlings here. Get out of here, you. <laughs> so I'm just curious what your thoughts about that are now that you know that they're wildlings. I, uh, like They're just poor people that have no other way to make their way in the world other than, like, beating the crap out of things and stealing and stuff. And I feel bad. I mean, what can they do when they get to live in, like, super Siberia past the wall that's, like, full of death beasts and, like, probably not even, like, potatoes or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> we, we might get more of a glimpse there later. But Oh, my goodness. We're going to go to super Siberia? I'm super excited. <laughs> we, we do get a little bit of a glimpse of what things are like for people up there. Like, you hear them saying, like, oh, it's not going to work. We have to get as far south as possible. Things are bad up there. And we're not really oh, sure no. what it is. Oh, dear. So, so they are... So there's that, too. And the wildlings, they say that people that, like, you know, make their... Oh, man. Well, the wildlings are sort of mythologized by the people of, of Westeros as, like, the villains. You know, well, like, they're yeah, the barbarians. They're, they're the other. You know, that's, like, why that's, the wall is there. Yeah, well, it's dumb because they're people, too, and freaking kings and their agendas. <laughs> well... Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna see how this one develops over time. Oh, we will. Um. So, but yes, I'm, I it is it is good to point out that this is our first time that we've seen a wildling cool. in the show. Uh, like for well, real. Well, that's been alive. Yes, that's been alive. We saw we saw <laughs> some corpses in the first episode. Yeah, that's not so, a good representation. No, of it really isn't. Uh, but now now we have some live ones, <laughs> and they're not pleasant people. <laughs> no. no. Um. So yeah, there, there's that. Um, this episode also has uh, a lot of moments that I feel like you uh, can return to mm-hmm. later on. There's like these moments that you look back and you're like, this is where things really started started moving, started changing. Mm-hmm. And there's also these statements that are made in this episode that I really feel are like these great blanket statements about how Game of Thrones works. The first one being um, what Sirio says to Arya, what uh, her fencing teacher says. <sighs> About um, there's only one God and his name is death. Mm-hmm. And there's only one thing we say to death, not today. And <laughs> it's great because, like, if there's any statement that you can say about how these characters have to survive in this world, <laughs> that that's it right that, there. Yeah. I mean, like, people are dying left and right all the time already mm-hmm. in this. I think maybe we had one episode... Of, of season one so far, a few. where where no one's died, yeah. maybe a few, but um, yeah, but yeah, uh, but um, you know, like, <laughs> like it's like the statement is like cuts right to the truth that death is the real master, not these people who are like weaving fate, not these old gods or new gods, mm-hmm. not uh, not this or that. It's death. I th- that that's probably the most interesting way someone's ever told a child to you know like calm down and focus on the moment yes it's really interesting <laughs> and it works too like yeah. Arya gets well, it she's like yeah. I'm there well because Arya's like quick as a whip she's yes. awesome yes yeah and then the other one that I thought was a really interesting moment is um you have um the scene where Viserys is trying to steal the dragon eggs <laughs> and he gets called out 
and then he calls out Jorah. But then he mm. raises a really good point, and he says, uh, "Who can rule without uh, wealth, fear, or love?" Oh boy! And it's really kind of true because, and you can you can see how this works already in yeah. the thing because you have the Lannisters who well. have pervaded everything with their wealth. The Targaryens, who were evicted because of too much fear, because the Mad King caused everybody to fear him, and everybody rose up against him. Yeah. And then the Starks, who... uh, It seems that everybody likes the Starks, unless you're a Lannister. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, because, like, for the people, they're champion, because they are, like, just and true. They stick to a very, mm-hmm. like, stereotypical like, moral. Like, and it's, it's, yeah, like you say, moral, like, there's that moment in episode two... When when they're talking about um, when the king and um, Ned are talking about yeah. um, Jon Snow's mother, and he's and the king says, "Oh, she must have been a rare wench if he, she made you forget your honor, Ned." Oh. And it's like, hmm. yeah, like he's commenting right there. Like the Starks have honor that that, and people people mm-hmm. love the Starks because yeah. they have a sense of morality and and love. Mm-hmm. We love them in turn for this. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, so. With that in mind, with these um, these these qualities of what Viserys as a leader is made of, who <laughs> else in the show do you think maybe embodies those qualities right now? Huh. Ooh, wow, that's a good question. Just, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm really asking is, doesn't matter, big or small, currently powerful or not currently powerful, like who, who has who has these, these traits? Yes. Um, or who do you think possesses them in a, in enough of amount that maybe they could be seen as a leader? <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hard because some of them are like leaders, but not of like full things. Like good old Pecky, <laughs> Cal Drogo. Yeah, Cal Drogo is good old Drogo. Obviously, has the fear thing down. Oh yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting. See, like, especially for a patriarchal society, we have to bring up Khaleesi. Yeah. Again, because she has, she has it. She knows how to win over the people and win their hearts. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like a hollow thing. Like she's really accepting their culture. Yes. So that's like one of the people we can say who is like one through love. Because like, and even Jorah said in the episode, they love her. Yes. And that's what kind of sets off good old venereal disease because he's like eh. yeah yeah and, and it's funny because he says that line because he realizes he has he has none, none of those. those yep yeah none of it he he doesn't have wealth he doesn't have power nobody fears him he's a joke to Do- to the dothraki yeah and 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 he's an insufferable <laughs> piece of poop so yeah. so the best thing he can think to do is like, i'm gonna him. buy dragons and you know like dragon eggs and sell them and get a reset button basically but it's not that simple. I know. It it really isn't. <laughs> uh, who else has these traits in the... Uh, Arya? <laughs> Arya does, yeah. She has... Like, there's a lot of people that have the making of, like, good leaders, potentially. Especially, like, someone like her that's starting out with, like, the stark morality, but also, like, being quick. But she's also... I mean, she also has the ability to inspire a little bit of fear. I mean, you saw the way Joffrey cowered yeah. about her, you know? Yeah, and not only that, but she has the power to, like, um, like, relinquish her honor to a point like her father wouldn't. Because there's sometimes yes. where that's really bit him it, hard. It, it's and really there's sometimes true. where it served him. Well, and I think... Being, you're going to have to be good at doing both of those things if you're going to be the best kind of king. I think is... the most key example of it biting him in the butt is like <laughs> oh, what happened oh, right oh. there with him getting stabbed in the leg. Yeah. 
like it, it's just you know he, he, he it, I mean like he's really just doing this sort of innocent investigation of things and then you saw how Cersei twisted that like oh like he was drunk shambling out of a whorehouse oh and my then God. Jamie yeah, I, kicked mm, his butt mm, and it's mm, like well yes he <laughs> was getting out of a whorehouse and yes he was a little bit incensed about everything going on yeah there. but that is not but that's drunk. not what was happening and um uh, let's let's see who who started the fight uh yeah who is oh who God. was not there to say anything about how that fight went ri- went down mm. he was <laughs> conspicuously missing jamie was <laughs> oh my goodness mm. and i another thing to throw about that is i love how one of robert's threats is is when he does like if he weren't to keep the hand and he pin it on him or i swear i'll put it on jamie <laughs> oh i know and ned's like oh no you won't all right yeah. i'll be a, i'll be a good hand now <laughs> i'll do it i'll be a good hand now don't do that thing <laughs> um We've been holding off really talking about also, it. Also, I I know that Ned would be a good king. I oh. love how he stepped up. Putting him on the crown for that second and he knew where he was at, he he done did it. Yeah, he, he, just, he cut straight to the heart of the matter. He's like, no, we're done with these games. We're going to talk about this face to face. But, okay, while I agree with you that he does do, he does take charge, let's think about this for a second. Because <laughs> he he uses the power that he gets in this one episode. Like, the king's away... Ned's gonna play, yeah, and he uses it to kind of he aims it against the Lannister. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna call Tywin to court to uh, to account for the crimes of his bannermen, and it's like, mm-hmm. uh, dude, you are you are telling the guy who like is like the coin purse <laughs> of the realm to not be a bad dude, and <laughs> and it's like he could be like, or not because I have all the money and screw you. <laughs> And Ned just does what he does anyway because he's like, but well, yeah. but 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 justice, and but he doesn't really... justice. <laughs> he doesn't really think that one through. I don't think. I yeah, that that definitely was more in a flight of emotion. But I don't know. Maybe I... it'll turn out to be okay. Uh, I hope it does. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's move on because we haven't been talking about it so far. We've been oh, we've been no. touching around it, but I think now we can finally talk about it in its glory, in its full glory, <laughs> its full golden glory. Oh yeah! Let's let's talk about Viserys's death. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yes. Uh, you you in episode one. Um, <laughs> when I asked you the question that I ask you every week about who you would give the crown for their actions. Yeah. <laughs> our very first episode, our very first winner of the crown was Viserys there. Let, let's listen to the soundbite right now of, of Zach saying this. All the power play that's going on over in Westeros is really, like, long-term. No one was really winning there. The only one who really seemed to be winning were the people over in Pentos because they were actually, like, making allies and doing things. The Targaryens? Yeah, not necessarily because they were doing the best, like, of everyone overall, but, like, in the first episode, we're just encompassing it to that them, because they actually got an ally, and so, they actually had a plan they were working So towards. if you had to crown someone right now, would it be Daenerys, or would it be Viserys? <sighs> Unfortunately, it would have to be stupid Malfoy. So yeah, Zach, that was that was you <laughs> giving giving Viserys the crown in episode one. Well, you know, I haven't always been known to make the best choices. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. You gave him the crown for for acquiring the Dothraki to be to be his army. Oh, the mega irony! And the irony is, it's because of that that he's dead. <laughs> I, I love it. I 
that's that's probably the best way. I wanted him to die, and I I am satisfied. I am fully satisfied with his. Character it's arc. a very satisfying death, but it's satisfying on a couple levels. First off, it's just so like perfectly ironic for the way he dies. Oh yeah, you know the the golden crown, and I love the what how Daenerys is translating for Cal Drogo there. She's like, yeah, oh, he's gonna give you a golden crown that men will tremble to behold. And he's like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I want. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, yes. to me. And oh, we'll, oh wait, no, no. Oh darn! Yes, and and men are going to tremble to behold that crown. Yeah, you know. I wonder. I found it. I think they like put it on a stake and like parade it around. How I, cool I, would that be? I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think it's worth noting too, though, that like, um, <laughs> like it's. Cal Drogo doesn't care that he just melted down, like, a ton of gold crap that he had. Well, dude, yeah, that doesn't like, matter. Like, he doesn't like, care. It was literally, like, his yeah. belt, wasn't it? <laughs> it was his belt, but he also threw in some, like, other stuff in there. Yeah. And he, like, there's just some, he just, like, threw random gold that he had in there, and he's just like, screw this gold, it's going on this guy's face. Well, they threatened his son. I know, Oh my, did. His son, Ragu. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ragu. Rago. They wait for the pasta. <laughs> yes. They crave it. Let, let's let's <laughs> touch on why you say that. So there's a scene, Zach is referencing the scene in which Daenerys eats the horse heart to be inducted to the Dothraki. Uh-huh. And, and after that, she's like, my son's name is going to be Rago. And everybody starts chanting it. And after a while, it just started to sound like ragu to me. Maybe it's because I was hungry. Maybe it's because I like pasta. It's or maybe because, both. you know, like Daenerys' face is just dripping red from all that horse <laughs> From all the sauce. From all the <laughs> Ragu sauce. <laughs> ragu is disgusting, by the way. It's cheap and I can buy it. Ew. I hate ragu. You have a finer palate. Prego is where it's at. Pre- oh, the Prego. <laughs> Throw the Lannis 3 in those pies. Oh, my dirty gosh. Loris takes the fall. Loris takes the fall. Mountain, I-, I thought I told you to cover your face when you kill all those people. That, that-, that was not smooth. You have to make it look like an accident. <laughs> I just imagine him taking the entire town, what? putting cement blocks on them, and throwing them in the pond. What are you doing putting those fish there? That's that's not subtle. But I I told you it would be better if you just like wrote out half of a name and had them figure it out. Katniss. <laughs> and then they have to figure out the rest. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so back to Viserys, because this is where this tangent got off of uh-huh. here. Yeah, so Viserys is the first death, too, that, like, you can really look back at the beginning, and it's like, oh yeah, like, he he, he deserved that. And you can mm-hmm. see how he was pointed at that. Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> and and there were delicious death, death flags on that one there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's talk about your predictions right now as far as death flags go. Oh boy. Um, where, whether they're the, the delicious kind or not, where, where are your death flags popping out of? Um, Sean Bean, because Sean Bean, um, let's see, who else? Uh, who else seems to be, uh, Catelyn is not in a good spot. Yeah, that really didn't work out in her no, favor there at the really Eerie. Nothing worked in her favor, so At the breastfeeding not, castle. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, so... Breastfeeding Eerie Castle, okay. Yeah, e- the Eerie is the real name of it. <laughs> the Eerie. Yes. All right, I wanted to call it the Vale for some reason. Well, the Vale is where it's sort of situated. It's kind of like the oh, region. Okay. So, like, the Eerie is, like, the name of the fortress, the castle there. <laughs> it's yeah. where they teach people how to fly. It's, yeah, well, if only. Castle Breast Milk, where we teach people how to fly. <laughs> <laughs> castle Breast Milk. <laughs> All right, 
well, uh, enough of my erroneous names. <laughs> the Eerie Veil. Okay, yes. got it. So, uh, but anybody else? It doesn't matter how like I major feel or minor like they Greyjoy. are. Theon. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like with his clashes and like some of his like rash actions and like I don't know. Do you see some death flags popping out there? Be honest. Um, maybe, possibly. Okay. I see it being quite possible, or I'm just kind of in the house in general. Now that like Bran has like wings to go around and be irresponsible again without anyone watching him, Bran could also be a high thing. Yeah, <laughs> because they didn't watch him before and he fell off a thing, and now they give him a freaking horse. Guess how much faster a horse is than a kid. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, that's also a problem. Um, anybody else? What about any of the King's Landing crowd? Do any of them have death Landing. flags uh, popping out of them? Um. Let's see. I no. We're gonna say Littlefinger. I was almost gonna say Littlefinger, but the thing is, he plays his hand too close. It's just that he is aligning. The thing with it is, is if if things go down, the Starks go on the losing side of the deal. He's going to get implicated just on principle because he's working with them, basically. And it's like super obvious. Everyone like says it, <laughs> and it's a matter of whether or not Varys will be like. Point things like tee hee hee. He fed them information. I don't really know where he he. Uh, we didn't even see him this episode, which was no. kind of crazy. Yeah, he he was not there. So I don't know. I well, also I mean, if we're going to talk about death flags, also the mountain, the for, mountain for going rogue. Okay. And I mean, even if he was listening to Tywin and being a mad dog, he has gone. I don't know. He probably just wanted to go on a killing spree because he felt like it. Even if his master hadn't told him or not, he just got. He probably was gonna kill people anyway. His master's like. Listen, make it look like, you know, it was them. And he's like, finally, bloodshed. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, I don't know. I can't... I don't really know any other So, okay, just to, just to recap, we flag Catelyn and Ned. Yeah, The definitely. mountain, Theon? Theon is a... It's sort of like... It's like hovering around. Okay, and, and Littlefinger maybe in the same way? Well, uh, if the Starks go down, he's going to go with them, most likely. Or things are going to go bad for him. Not necessarily death, but, like, just mm-hmm. he'll be ruined. Gotcha. Um, Those are my big ones. I mean, we could talk about how every character has a death flag, but... Well, I'm talking <laughs> about specifics, though, though. Yeah, those like, are the uh, big ones. There, I feel like there are certain specific things that will be like, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge death. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, um... And I think maybe the, <laughs> maybe the first one is, like, like, like with the case of Viserys, he, uh, him line, just being... Well, him just generally being a jerk, but also the line where he talks to Daenerys in the first episode. She's like, I don't want to marry Drogo, and he's like, I let all the barbarians rape you and their horses, too, if it got me what I wanted. Yeah. And it's like, um, bing, death flag. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and the fact that he just, he did not get up until, like, the very end, his position in things. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's Goodness. move on to our, our weekly wrap-up questions here. Right, let's um, do it. There's obviously a lot that happened, and a lot of fates, a lot of a lot of reversals of fate. <laughs> um, so, in, instead of just jumping right into um, maybe some of like the more meteor questions, let's go to an obvious one: best death, <laughs> worst, worst death. Um, yeah, obviously, best goes to Viserys because it was ironic and it was just brutal. I've never seen anything like that in any other show. That was. That it's was, awesome. That was awesome. I, I'm sorry. We just keep talking about this death, but it's awesome. <laughs> it really is. That was just like, it was perfect. It, that, yeah, that's all I really have to say. And, um, well, I guess, no, that goes as worst death. Well, like, 
like it can be best because it's the most satisfying. You could always oh. consider it like that. Ah, oh, boy, but I don't want to switch it around because I've always been trying to do it in terms of well, that would have sucked the most. Well, if we're well, going by we can, what would have sucked the most, I think maybe both. getting stabbed in the neck and thrown out the moon door would have sucked a lot. Yeah, there is that too. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's no different than like the bandits bleeding out because he didn't even get to like hit the ground. He was falling. Yeah. That might have actually been kind of cool. I don't know. Maybe we'll give him worse. That probably goes to um, good old Viserys. Yeah. And then wouldn't want to go that way. Best death. I don't know if I'm going to die. And as compared to all the other stabby bleed out things, I'd rather like die, you know, falling from a great height. Okay, that would be neat. See now, now <laughs> I, you see, in my mind, I've always thought of like the question of death because of being like most satisfying, most mm. mean, like like whatever, like being that being the best death. But <laughs> now I get where your thought process is on it. So yeah, I'm thinking of this very technically from my medical background. So how you're much the would best that way suck? to die, worst way to die. Yeah, yeah. How much <laughs> would that truly suck? Oh, it's good that we 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 cleared that up. Now it makes a lot more sense to me <laughs> of, of how I've been answering. That's yes. that's typically how I paint it. But I mean, last time we picked the dulcimer. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get some great medical care from me, folks. Oh boy. Um. Uh, so okay. Well, let's move on then to Stark of the Week. We don't really get to see a lot of Stark action this episode. There's uh, there's a fair amount, but I'll, I think the things that really take the okay. the forefront are Viserys, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the whole Dothraki thing that takes a lot of the forefront um, there. I'm I'm probably gonna give Ned again because it was just so satisfying to see him be like, you know what? Let's call the Lannisters in here. Let's do that. Let's <laughs> do that thing. Yeah. So so Ned gets Stark of the Week just oh, yeah. for like call yeah. for, for and like, I mean call when I think of, when I think of like trying to call Arya on it, it was almost more like the scene she was in. Like for, she for, was a big player. Yeah, for Arya for like the swordmaster scene, which is partially her swordmaster, you know, and it, then the other one where she's like, "You girls are going home," and like her just witty quips. Yeah, she's like, you know, no way am I going home, and then she's like, "But I'm gonna have Joffrey's babies," and then Arya's like, 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 like seven hells. I know that was that was my favorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it, it was almost enough to get her Stark of the Week, except Ned <laughs> that, beat her out it was just very by close. a little bit with with a little bit more plot important things. <laughs> um. Well, then let's go on to uh, best plan, worst plan. A lot of plans being made hmm. made here. Uh, of course, you got Ned being like, I'm going to call the Lannisters to justice. Maybe a good plan, maybe a bad plan. Um, Daenerys seems to be moving with, in a different I wanna, direction I wanna, now. I know exactly what my worst plan is, and it's probably not what you think it is. Okay, what's the worst plan? I want to hear it. Sansa wanting to be with Joffrey. Okay, <laughs> there you go. That is a terrible plan. That is the worst. She... Oh my goodness! I I almost I know literally while we were watching this, I told Cameron's like, pause this right after he like kisses her. I need to go vomit. Can you please pause this? I need to throw <laughs> and up. And she buys it hook, line, and sinker too. That's the yeah, worst for part. The, yeah, and for all this week she was just moping, moping, and then he just gets her a necklace and like tells her like the sap lines. Listen, that's not how it happens in real life, and it does happen in real life for you congrats she really does love you <laughs> just don't like i don't know okay so no one's really sat this girl down and been like listen some well, guy her, being her like father did for a hot second but she wasn't hearing any of it in her no. love haze i know she's she's in a love haze she uh. is that, that's the worst thing too i think everybody's had that friend once who's like been caught in that like 
haze that love haze that they won't listen to any reason you're like you're gonna get knocked on your butt you're gonna get knocked on your butt and it's gonna be so bad and then what happens it they get knocked on their butt and it's so bad bad. and they come and they come crawling back to you and are like uh love me yeah they're just like and it's like hey i told you i told you here's some chocolate but i'm gonna continue to tell you that i told you yes you know and then if you're a good friend you just drop a i told you so and then keep giving them chocolate (laughs) yay oh that's the best Uh, but but what about best plan who gets who who laid the best plan was was daenerys because daenerys you could argue daenerys not standing up for her brother (laughs) is a good plan yeah she didn't die that she would have immediately been dead but also she seems to her her plan seems to go farther than that she's adopting the dothraki way she's you know really so much more to her than that but i don't know i do you think that's a good plan though her adopting dothraki customs and just being like you know f this westeros stuff like the dothraki's my home now sure fine i mean she'd probably be able to find happiness better that way and if they don't go to war with someone else all the better for her Mm -hmm. i mean i want has she actually ever been there when like the dothraki have raided anything i mean is that like well see the thing is the dothraki have never crossed the sea because there's a big sea separating uh, essos from westeros (laughs) although they call it the narrow sea they call well they call it the narrow sea but it's an ocean um, you know, and like the, the, the Dothraki had never crossed it. So there's mm-hmm. no precedent for what the Dothraki would do, even if they've gotten there. So we maybe they just chill. Like, we, we don't know yet. Maybe that they would, would teach them how to twerk over there and they oh could bond. Oh my gosh, Dothraki twerking. We got a little bit of that again too this episode. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> it made me chuckle. And they legitimately hissed at Viserys, which oh, was I know. so satisfying. I, I love the Dothraki. They're great. They're, they're great, yeah. They're my favorite. <laughs> um, but come on, Zach, you need to give me a best plan. Oh, there. I feel like there were no... All right. Okay. Well, let's let's. Okay. The it plan down. that was best and worked out was Tyrion bribing the stupid warden. Okay, but no, <laughs> honestly, because I, mean, I got yes, him exactly what he wanted. Plan, and more. But I'm talking about best plans moving forward. Like uh, I, he totally end, moved forward. No, don't, but like at the end of the him. episode, when someone's oh. like got a plan that's going to carry them through, like oh. who's got the best one? You think <sighs> you just won't let me pick the completed plans? No, will you? I won't. You jerk. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about plans that are hanging at the end of this episode. So you got Daenerys. Daenerys, Ned, Ned. Um, well, Catelyn. Catelyn's sort is sort of, of in shambles eh, right yeah. now. Uh, you could argue maybe. Uh, oh, you have roses. Yeah, Rose. Uh, let's give it to Rose. Rose is the smart Rose, the one kindly out of all prostitute. Of yeah, <laughs> the kindly smart prostitute. The kindly, very wise prostitute that gets the social climate and is like, I'm gonna go where it's best for me to be. Yes, and she's <laughs> like. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... everyone else's plans have, like, a high probability of, like, biting them in the butt. And yeah. hers is, like, it, it'll work either way whether this stuff happens or not. Yeah. It's so, kind of funny that, like, Theon doesn't get it. Like, he thinks that she's a stupid little whore and she's gonna stay where she's well, at because yeah, that's how stupid kind of little thing. whores do. And she's like, yeah. uh, no, I'm a smart no. little whore. He's like, aww. And but, I'm leaving. Aww. And then he flips her a coin and then she's like, okay, fine. One yeah. last glimpse. Oh, my God. What a, <laughs> what a nerd. Oh, dear. Uh, all right, I, I will be satisfied with that. I'll That's, give we can give Rose the no, that best definitely plan. is the best because everyone else I have to like think of for a second and weigh how terribly wrong they can go. Yes, um, well, then I have to move on to the obvious extension of this question of best plans and say who played the game the best this episode. Who would you give the crown based on how well they played the give game? It to Rose. <laughs> Do you want to give it to Rose? No, <laughs> it wasn't that smart. Okay, uh, not crown smart. No. 
Um, but mm. like, I mean, there's a lot of people who are playing the game from a lot of different angles. Tyrion clearly played it well this week because he, he played people against themselves. Yeah, exactly. You he could played say, their own corrupt court against them, and he like he literally walked in that room. He obviously sized them all up, and he knew that he could like do that one thing. Yes, just by like being himself, and like he knew like I'm sure that there is someone who will be won over by me, and there'll probably be a person like me. And, like, he probably knew exactly what was going to happen before it mm-hmm. happened, is my thought to that scene. Or you could also argue Daenerys is playing the game well. She's just playing, <laughs> like, a different game entirely. Yeah. Um, but I, if we're talking about who to get the crown, I want to give it to Ned more to the honor and tactics he's going to use. Because if I'm going to have a Westeros, I want to beat a Westeros without all of this stupid crap that is going on with the monies and the hands and the things talking behind them and just... Bleh. So so Ned is not only Starker of the week this week, but Ned is the winner of the crown Ned, based all on Ned. how well Ned, he played the game. all the things. <laughs> okay, I I I am not going to contest you on any particular point there. <laughs> I think it's awesome that Ned has cleared a category this week. He, he is he's Starker of the week. He Good. is winner of the crown this week. Good, I love him. <laughs> don't you, don't you freaking Sean be on me? Don't. <laughs> um, well. I guess we have to leave off here with our with the last question of how hopeful do you feel? And obviously, I, I think have, there's a lot to feel hopeful I about. I have, like, increased my hopeful quotient to, like, an 8 out of 10. That's pretty good. That's the I'm highest excited. it's been since the beginning. Uh, this, is, this episode's really amped me up. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay. I'm glad you I'm glad you feel that <laughs> way. I mean it's like a, it's a low note for Viserys and it's a oh, low note well, good. for maybe Redley getting yeah. annoyed in the woods with Robert. <laughs> I don't know. But I, it's a high note for just about everybody else. <laughs> the kid got to see thing uh, see the guy fly. Yes. Even even uh um Robin Aaron was like, Oh someone's flying. Oh my god. Make the bad man fly. <laughs> mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that we're I hope we aren't there much longer because I want to make him. Fly. You you want to leave Breast Milk Castle? <laughs> I want I want them to get right out of Breast Milk Castle, get pasteurized, and then go over and say to the Lannisters, "Look, this is what justice looks like," and then pour molten justice on their face. Are we talking about breast milk or gold? Golden breast milk. Oh boy, we're okay. we're we're trying to. Tie I was the, confused about where that was going. We're tying the episode all into one. <laughs> Everything is one. Oh my gosh. Um, well, Zach, as always, it has been fun watching you watch this. Oh boy, I'm I'm hoping that you are having fun. Uh, I am having too to much this. fun, especially. Dear listeners, I am wearing a crown. Yeah, Zach is wearing this inflatable crown. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's cutting off the circulation to my head, and I will continue to wear it each it's, week. It's, I, I hope he does. Thank you, Loot Crate. You are the best. Yeah, he Sponsor he, us. He, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just slipped. It's okay, Zach. It's okay. We'll <laughs> forgive you this time. Um, so yeah, if you've been following along with us and want to get in on the action, wanna you, if you have a question for Zach, Ooh, yes, uh, that, that we're, we're getting towards the end of season one yeah, here. I'm, yeah, and, and there's people actually following along with me, and it makes me feel like I have friends, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I I really think. Th- I mean, if you've seen Game of Thrones before, if you've read the book, you know what's going to happen here at the end of the season. You know that there's going to be a lot of questions uh, coming up here that we might want to have to ask Zach. Um, so if you have them, feel free to um, to to tweet them at us. We're uh, yeah. at UsefulNPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can leave a comment on our YouTube channel, yeah, um, UsefulNPCs. On yeah. YouTube, we also have a Tumblr, and we would love for you guys to <laughs> yes. like engage with us on Tumblr. But no spoiler pictures. I swear, no I will spoilers, literally blow please. up the Tumblr. Yeah. I will. I will please, annihilate it. Please respect the fact that 
I run that. I run that. Yeah, Zach, Zach really does run our Tumblr. He has a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> yes, and I do. Too much. Please recognize, too, that this doesn't work if Zach gets spoiled. <laughs> so you won't have fun if you spoil Zach's fun. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. find you. Um, but, you and... know, just... Um, uh, if you got those questions, shoot them at us. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, um, all kinds of all kinds of the constructive things. Yes, uh, we we appreciate you for you to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel too. Yeah, if um, you like if it, if you want to hear mean, more of our content. I mean, you click to open up the web browser, you can click the subscribe button. I, I believe in you. <laughs> um, so yeah, this has once again been our uh, recap podcast of Game of Thrones watching you watch mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm Cameron and I'm Zach and we had a lot of fun this week yes I hope to catch you next time alright see you around see ya see ya